Tonight on The Toxic Infatuation. Sometimes when I look into your eyes, I can't tell if it's me who possessed you or you who possessed me. Welcome to The Toxic Infatuation, an exploration into love gone wrong. Tonight, Mr. and Mrs. Possessed. I think that everyone's love stories are different and unique, so I don't really understand why people react the way they do when we tell them ours. Well, I think it's because usually love stories don't start with a devil worship. (laughs) That's true. But when we met, you weren't happy in your own soul. It was harder for you to come out of your shell and come out of your soul. Then again, it was harder for us to make things work between us. Oh, sure. I, I know you don't like me telling people about this. What? About the night we met. Oh, oh. I just, I get embarrassed. So, do you mind if I, okay. So, uh, my man over here, he's been dealing with the occult for a while. I was specifically involved with the conjuring of Prince Ouroboros, who was one of the great princes of hell. And I knew Prince Orby from a Friendsgiving we had last year, so he sent me to look into what this guy was doing. And my lovely man over here starts trying to chisel out a pentagram on his bed's headboard. Candles all around. I've seen this sort of thing before, you know, of course. So, I thought I could help him. So I came into his soul, and I possessed him. And I got a little surprised. A little? I've possessed a lot of people in my time, and usually it comes with little head spasms and chants, but my lovely guy over here, he knocks his head back, and screams, and starts bleeding out of his eyelids. But they were happy tears. So he's bleeding out of his nose and his eyelids, and I'm just doing my thing. You know the procedure, I'm riding out the human soul, and I'm replacing it with mine and whatnot. But he regains consciousness the next day, which helped me take control of the cleanup so he could just wake up in a nice clean room. And I always thank you for finding me. Honey, come on, what did we say about that? I've been doing this enough now that we have to establish now that there is no me anymore. It's us. My soul in your body, you operate mostly off of secondhand nature. It's easier if you just call us, us. I forgot. Okay, I'm kind of new to this stuff. And that's totally okay, sweetheart. Wherever you are in the process is totally fine. I once possessed this Victorian guy who kept thinking I was a reincarnation of his mother. He started wearing nightgowns and calling us ma'am. It got really weird. (laughs) Enough that I extracted myself early, actually. I just sometimes feel like I... Sorry, we don't give you everything we wish we could. And that we probably could get a better possession from someone else. Listen, honey, I chose you to be us. I possessed you, but honestly, sometimes when I look into your eyes, I can't tell if it's me who possessed you or you who possessed me. You flatter me. Oh, stop. A little self-care never hurt anyone. At least that's what the old man downstairs would always preach. As long as you aren't afraid to learn, you'll never have to worry about extraction. Learn what? Easy stuff. Drinking lamb's blood, simple stalking, uh, those things that demons do when they stand in the corner of your vision and then they move away as soon as you look back. It's actually really easy to learn. Condition training for a month. Tops. Can I ask us something really personal? Always. When you extract from someone, I guess... Uh, I guess what was your favorite extraction? 
I, I see what you're getting at. Honestly, I only extract when a person is at the end of their life anyway. Uh, I only sometimes do it prematurely. And, and one of those times is actually really a hoot. So I'm into this woman who's involved with a gang, right? Huge family gang, went back generations. So we're eating with the family. And she's been a bad host to us for reasons I, I won't get into right now. But basically, I decide to extract at the dinner. Yeah, yeah, right in front of her whole extended family, she starts coughing up blood and chanting. And meanwhile, I'm over here just vaporizing her heart and laughing, you know? It was, it was honestly hilarious. <laughs> Honey, what's, what's wrong with we? And listen, don't get me wrong. I love being with us. It's just that sometimes, sometimes I'll wake up and I'll be levitating. And I know that's how you like to sleep. And I respect that. But have you ever thought that it hurts my neck? And it feels very awkward for me. I get that we are demonic. But maybe as a compromise, we can just be demonish. A little less demonic. Mm, I don't know. And also, I just don't like that you possess a lot of other people. And I don't. Well, that's what I do. I'm a demon. I possess people. I get that, too. It just makes me feel like I'm not special. You are special. And I'll be into you until the day you die. Well, until the day I kill you. And I will kill you, but it'll kill me to have to kill you. That was really sweet, actually. Happy anniversary, darling. Let's relax. Okay? Grab a seat. Let's cut the sacrifice. I'd like permission to study the Necronomicon. The legend of the Necronomicon has it that long ago, the Earth was inhabited by a species from another dimension. With certain chants from the book, coupled with ancient rites and sacrifices, this race, the old ones, can be brought back. Thank you for listening to The Toxic Infatuation. This episode was written and produced by me, Roman Weiss-Smith, whose voice you're hearing right now, at the WMCX Studios in Monmouth University. If you'd like to hear more about our show, you can visit my personal website, www.romanvaismith.us. That's www.romanvaismith.us. And indie podcasting is so overrated. Well, sorry, something else inside me to say. <laughs>